Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults and people who play Gears of War. I'm almost, I almost have to mute everybody on Gears of War now because there's so much crying on Gears of War these days. So much crying. If you play Gears of War and you're one of the people crying about the sawed-off shotgun, may I suggest politely that you just stop? No one will miss you. You're in in between rounds crying of, oh my god, you hit me with the shotgun. Shut up. Shut up. I'm not even particularly awesome. I mean, I reached the point in Gears of War where I realized I am better than probably two-thirds of the people that play Gears of War. Like, I, I really think in most video games, two-thirds of the people are just flatly incompetent. Right? Like, they like to play the game, but they do stupid shit, like run out into the open and stare at the sky until Sony kills them. Because mm-hmm. I've seen that exact behavior. Then there's people like me who fall into the, we're competent, we don't do stupid shit. But then there's a group of people that are like, well, you're not even fucking human. Like, you're doing shit that doesn't even, I don't even see how it's possible. You know? So you're playing along, you're playing along, and then you run into one of those guys, and you're like, and I wish the game was smart enough to put all those guys together. You know, to go all of you, you guys. Think everybody needs to fill out a personality quiz first. No. no, 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 no. The game keeps track of. Did you know they keep track of every bullet that is fired in that game? Like they can tell you at any given time how many bullets have been fired in Gears of War. Okay. And they would do it during the beta. They're like, so far today, 1,500,373, you know, bullets right. have been fired. They know how good you are. Because they can tell how well you've played the game. You know, they can look at your kill-death ratio. They can look at your win-loss ratio. They can look at your number of shots fired, the number of shots that hit, and tell how good you are. And they should just take the top players and go, you need to go over here and play this like it's a completely different game. Because when you play, it's a completely different game. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I saw that Thing 2 has a date. Or I heard, I was told that Thing 2 has a date. Yes. Now, this is a case of, I knew, we, this boy is somebody she has talked to, I don't know, a million times. Yes. And every time she'd be texting She's on her phone. for a long time. Right? She texts on the phone, you're like, who are you mm-hmm. talking to? It's this new boy. Or it's this boy. Right? Yeah. And I said. It's not just that boy. But, but often. Right? She gets a little weird little smile on her face. Who are you talking to, that boy? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. How many times did I say, is this boy, is this going to turn into you dating the boy? Because if it is, you need to fucking come clean. Right? Yeah. And what did she say? No. No, I would never date him. He's like my brother. That would be like incest. It's so weird that you would even ask that question. What kind of monster are you? Like, I was some kind of horrible person for suggesting that this person that she texts 50,000 times a day with this weird little smile on her face the whole time is somebody she might be considered dating, right? Who asked her to go to homecoming? The boy. Now, I told her that that hurt my feelings. That she had just lied to me for a long time. Like, not lied to me once, but lied to me over and over and over again. And I thought she and I were closer than that. And it Hurt well, I don't think it was an intentional sort of thing. Here's the thing. She 
has kind of liked him for a while, but it wasn't reciprocated. Know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. But when I say, is this somebody that you think you're going to date? The answer shouldn't be, I would never date him. That's so weird. Well, that's true. But okay. that's because she always had it in the back of her mind. It's probably never going to happen because it is kind of a weird dynamic. Okay. okay. And then when the whole date thing came around, because, mm-hmm. you know, she turned 16 not that long ago. And that, right. that's the magic time mm-hmm. when they're allowed to date. And they were discussing homecoming mm-hmm. and he asked her if she was going and she said yeah i think i might go and he said oh i think maybe i'll go with you okay and she was like huh okay right like that and the whole thing got very convoluted and weird okay but this this little cock face is the same little cock face that i saw her hugging all over every time i went to pick her up from school every time mm-hmm. and i would say if this keeps happening, I'm just going to think that you broke the rule about dating and I'm going to get out and I'm going to punch Cockface's heart through his chest mm. and then I'm going to feed it to him because you guys are doing things that I know it's not right. You know, it's not right. I know it's not right. And she denied it and denied it, and denied it until, oh, yeah, this is my this is going to be my boyfriend. Like I said, I don't think it was an intentional thing. It wasn't like she was trying to be sneaky. It wasn't like she was keeping anything from you. Okay. It was not all nefarious. I, she was just. I, saying it felt like i was being like so saying, it was just one of those things that i don't think she'd really considered that it would ever do anything so okay so so she gets all excited she has these plans right she's gonna be going to the homecoming she's very thrilled with this boy that she's mm-hmm. been wanting yes. to date for years and lying to her dad about is gonna take her and we're all like oh, okay because homecoming this this is the time of year it's not like it's you know a month away it's right any day now and then what does she say well, then I hadn't heard her talking about it. And I said, well, what are you going to wear? Um, he has to come here first so we can meet him. Right. Formally meet him, not just see what he looks like from afar, you know. Keeping in mind that he's going to get an extra case of raking over the coals because exactly. people lied to me. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm not going to keep talking to you about this if you're going to keep saying that because that's not the case and I'm not going to keep defending it. You don't have to defend it. It's I'm how just I, It's how I feel. So... Continue with your story. So I'm asking her, and she doesn't seem terribly excited about it. And then she finally tells me that said boy was kind of hanging all over another girl. And then pretty much told her that they weren't going to the dance. Right. Now. That he never asked her. Even though he (laughs) implied. And what I had also heard, though, was that she was did the weird thing where people are inviting you to go to the thing and then you're kind of like yeah okay sure maybe yeah well she was it was out you know of the blue well, she was saying. freaked out so it, it's one of those things where he asked her she or he kind of asked her she kind of didn't confirm and then he decided to go with some other chick right so now what's going on because this thing turned into all of a sudden you guys have to make an emergency shopping trip yes so, you know, normally what she would do would be to just stay home and avoid the whole scene. Right. And instead, she decides that the best revenge is to go and to look really good and to ignore him. Yeah. And, this and makes... try to make him jealous, basically. Right, because she tried on a million dresses and she kept coming uh-huh. out going, ugh, ugh. And to me, I was like, that looks fine. 
But in reality, she wanted to try on a dress that turned her into Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. And I am very leery about this whole plan. Because, you know, if you're like, oh, I'm just going to look super sexy so that he can't stand it. Then your next step is I'm just gonna I'm gonna make out with this guy right in front of him. So no, totally she out. is not like that. I know she didn't used to be, but I'm getting She's worried. Not like that, very concerned. No, 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 no. I'm gonna be so sp- of course, yeah, we went shopping. I'm with her, so there's only so much she's gonna be able to get, right? Right. I, it it has to still be mom approved. Right. So, yeah, there's no cutout sides. I was kind of appalled at a lot of the dresses that were out there. Not good. Were you surprised? It was not good. Since we have seen numerous occasions, the proms around here. Oh, my God. Girls being told, go the fuck home. You can't wear that here. Yeah, I'm I'm serious. There were dresses (laughs) that barely covered her butt, and she's tiny. Yes. Yes. Tiny, which was another problem. Trying to find a ready-made dress that actually fit her. No, she's only three inches tall. Nice try, right? She's very, very short. And on short notice, and you know, she did okay. We found a dress that comes all the way down below her knees. Nice. <laughs> Completely covered up. And um, but still she feels confident in it, and it's not like way over the top or anything. So we found a good compromise. And it wasn't like super expensive. So do you think I should have go have a word with this douche drinker? I don't know. I, I mean, Just I, I hate to step in at this point. I'd like to see her take care of it herself. You got to give her a chance to deal with it on her own. That's the only way she's going to learn. If, uh, if any, as painful as it will be. Like, thing one was a lot tougher than thing two is if any boy makes thing two cry. I already told her. I said, I hope he's aware of the fact that he's going to have mama bear down his ass if he hurts my baby. Because she doesn't put herself out on the limb very often. If well, something happens, I tell you, mm-mm. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a... I'll turn him over to Anonymous. Lee. I'll turn him over nice. to Anonymous. I'll be like, this well, guy... Well, how, how did you feel about her having some of the boys over this weekend to play games? Well, let me put it this way. They're never or coming... to up. study. They're never well, coming... Unquote, study. They're never coming here again. Because they were rude little fuckers. Okay. They were not outright rude. They were very polite. Right. When we were in the room. The problem was, is you and I were both in the den. Right. And made everybody stay in the living room, which is fine. But they were here for about 10 minutes before they start going through all of your games. And just basically seeing what you had. But then they were putting them in the cases and they were organizing them and trying to see what they wanted to play. And you were like all bristly. They're touching my stuff. And I totally get it. I understand exactly where you're coming from. Nobody wants somebody going through all their stuff when they come over. That is rude. But I don't think that they meant it maliciously. And well, I don't uh, think they okay. even really thought about it. That I way. heard a lot of this. This game, who would play this game? Oh, my God. Who does stuff like this? I don't even understand. You just got to be stupid to even have this game. It was all I could do to not go out there and just crack their stupid little heads together. I well, had, to be I, fair, we had things like Disney Sing It in there. Right. Okay. Cooking Mama. You're right. Those kind of things. Games who belong don't belong to me. And this is what Thing 2 did to me. This is the other thing that makes my heart hurt. They're mocking, and Thing 2 goes, that's my dad's. It's so stupid. I am not going to have that. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that of all the games that there were to choose from, 
they decided to play Doc Upon Kingdom. That is and they'd never played it before. So dumb. And so they're playing it, and there's really there's four of them in the living room playing it. And I was like, right. oh my god. <laughs> Somebody's going to get mad. If you don't remember, this is the, <laughs> this is the game that I bought because I love this kind of game. It's very mean-spirited and there's no <laughs> sense of cooperation. It's just fuck your neighbor as hard as possible. And this is the game that we've only finished. We've had it for about 2 years and we've only finished it one time. Because <laughs> somebody always gets mad, throws oh the controller down and leaves in tears or raging, one of the two. So yeah, they all start playing it, mm-hmm. and the the only good thing about the whole day was the two boys were getting roundly thrashed about the head and shoulders by the girls, mm-hmm. and I just you know they're like they would ask me questions and I was like, well, it's because you suck at this game and you will never be good at it. And one guy was like, how come how come my character looks like a girl? Because you are a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really have much to say back no they're like did that <laughs> guy just tell me i was a little bitch because he's a grown up what the fuck is that all about also any teenage boy that greets me with my first name did oh, you see no. he did that to me i didn't he no just, i didn't know he, did he stuck his hand out and he goes uh well thanks for having me over sam and i just stared at him i know when yeah, he first came I, he was like hi kim i was like um, um who the fuck do you think you are <laughs> I've never met you. <laughs> I think I think the real problem is I just don't like teenage boys, and I'd forgotten that that they are ninety nine percent douchebag, and it's just and it's just the way they are. They're just little douches. Well, they were supposed to come over and work on physics problems. What? Because they're all in AP physics, and they they did that for about ten minutes, if that. And they were over for four hours or so. They're over the for what? The well, that was the other problem too. They had a time limit. Be here at such and such time. Get the fuck out of my house at such and such time. Right? They didn't arrive on time, and then they left really fucking much later than they were supposed to. Yeah. I told Thing too. I was like, I'm glad that you have friends and all that stuff, and you're, you know, everything's going good for you. But any of that shit happens again. And I, I have a pair of very nice gaming headphones. They're like $150 headphones. They've got seven direction speakers and voice and all kinds of shit going on inside of them. Mm. And they fucked with those. Yeah. And I told thing too. I said, the next time I have people over, we're going to go into your room and go through your underwears. Cut it out. See how you like it. It's not the same. It, it, she doesn't have anything worth as much money as those headphones. So yeah, it's the same. So in summary, I hate little boys. As more women choose to have babies on their own and the number of children born through artificial insemination increases, outsized groups of donor siblings are starting to appear. While the largest group consists of more than 150 children, many others comprising 50 or more half-siblings are cropping up on websites and in chat groups where sperm donors are tagged with unique identifying numbers. Now there's a growing concern among parents, donors, and medical experts about potential negative consequences of having so many children fathered by the same donors, including the possibility that genes for rare diseases could be spread more widely through the population. Some experts are even calling attention to the increased odds of accidental incest between half-sisters and half-brothers who often live close to one another. Yeah, this is a perfect example of, of people just not thinking things through. You know what I'm saying? One, one man is not supposed to have 150 children. It is not supposed to be that way. I don't care how many moms there are. 
you are not supposed to have 150 children. And it's going to end up happening because it's not like people fly all over the world to go to sperm donation centers. You know what I'm saying? They go to the one that's relatively close to their house. So if you lived in, let's say you live in a town with a million people and you have 150 brothers and sisters. Now you might think that you're never, ever going to meet them. Right. Mm -hmm. But then you have to consider the people who get in vitro fertilization or sperm donors. Maybe around the same age. Are close to the same pretty close to the same age, pretty close to the same socioeconomic scale, probably not that far removed from the same cultural circles. Right. Your, your so odds gonna are going to be really together. fucking high. Mm-hmm. Much higher than you think they are that would be based on the population sample. So again, stop fucking your brothers and sisters. Stop. So what the answer is to limit the amount of times a single donor can donate. Right. Or to take those donations and, and them ship out. them across the country. I, I think they should. I think they should spread them across out. the globe. I guess. I, I think they should really spread them out. And I don't see why that would be a problem. Or maybe you just stop letting people tailor make their babies. Maybe you just do that. Well, I'd like to know what's so fancy about this guy who's got who gets has been picked so many times. Well, you have to keep in mind that they list all of their achievements and accomplishments or whatever, right? So if you look good on paper, you get picked a lot. Yeah, but then there's things that might cry, crop up later in life that haven't been diagnosed yet, like they're saying for right. the genetic I agree. problems. Yeah, you could very easily, this guy could have some kind of weird recessive gene that's popping up all over the place mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Not cool. Again, like I said, it's just a case of scientists not thinking shit through. You can't just indiscriminately go shooting semens up inside chicks and hoping it works out for the best. I can't believe it took him this long to figure out that that could be a potential problem. Really? Scientists are stupid. We've covered this before. <laughs> Scientists do things just because, right? And then they're like, oh, yeah, that probably wasn't the greatest idea I've ever had. I'm telling you, they just need to run everything by me first. I'll tell them all We've, of the I know. potential consequences We've talked about it before. people's why actions. Why I'm well-versed. Why don't, or, or better yet, why don't you read a couple science fiction books and see if something bad True. happens from your very same fucking idea? Watch a few movies. Just check it out. See, see what you can see. It's like there's some computer company that does deep data mining on the internet, like gathering up people's personal information and shit, right? So it help computers make better decisions. You know what it's called? What? Skynet. <laughs> Seriously? Motherfucker? That's not cool. Do you really need Sarah Connor to kick down your door and kill everybody that works on your staff? Because that's where that's headed. Don't be stupid. Don't taunt fate. Dumb. But that's just that's just science in general. I was reading that book about Nikolai Tesla, and they're like, did you know Nikolai Tesla one time built an earthquake machine? And he turned it on, and it about destroyed the building he lived in. Fabulous. Why, why would you do that? I'm going to build an earthquake machine, and I'm going to turn it on. Uh, what if it works? It probably won't. What if it does? Well, then the earth will crack open and swallow me. Fabulous. Mm. You're so dumb. So smart. And yet so stupid. That's scientists all the way around. Well, how about the satellite crashing to Earth and all the stupid updates we kept getting? And the dumb statements they kept releasing about this right. rogue satellite. Right. Really getting on my nerves. <laughs> it was always bullshit. This satellite's not going to land anywhere near anybody. Don't worry about it. Right. Then it was, this satellite is probably going to land in an unpopulated part of the East Coast. To which I said... There's a lot of unpopulated parts in the East Coast because I don't think there are. 
Then it switched to the West Coast, and then right. it, could, it was going to cover a span of 500 miles. And it was going to break up into 23.3 pieces, <laughs> yes. each of which would be approximately the size of a basketball, except for one which was going to weigh 300 fucking pounds. Right. Now, he does like, how do you even know that? Right. And it's like, are you seriously trying to tell me? And they're like, but well, we don't think it's going to be a big problem. A, a piece of steaming metal shooting through the sky that weighs 300 pounds is going to be a fucking problem if wherever it lands, it's going to create an issue. Yeah, exactly. so the whole time they're like, well, it's going to land about this time. And then they, kept, they just kept changing the time it was going to land and the location. In place, and then they couldn't find it. Right. And nobody saw it. That's they the thing. It's like, it. NASA. Like, come on now. You want us to give you money so you can send a guy to Mars. You can't track your own fucking satellite as it comes back to Earth. Fuck you, no. The quality of NASA has got really gone down. These are not the same guys that put a man on the moon using slide rules and fucking graph paper. It's clearly That's not true. the same fucking guys. These guys, I bet a weatherman. They rely too much on computer data. I bet a weatherman with this fucking uh, storm-worn weather system could fucking track that crashing satellite better than NASA could. Seriously, seriously. Yeah, here's Don't. my next story, and it's going to spark another conversation that's going to make me mad. But that's how it goes. More than eleven thousand kindergartners missed at least one vaccine in 2010 because their parents decided to forego inoculation. That's the state's highest rate of declined vaccination since 1978, the year before the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine was required. Yeah, this is in California. Let me just reiterate this. Fewer kids got vaccines this year than they did before vaccines were required by law. How's that even fucking possible? Well, it's because people think... Oh, you know, why Why would I get the polio vaccination? Polio hasn't been around for forever. Exactly. That's the point. <laughs> right. Let's just keep it away. Why don't we just do what we did when I was in school, which was, guess what today is? Vaccination day, why? kids. I don't, why don't they get them in school <laughs> I anymore? don't know. I don't know. That's really the only way to ensure that people do get them. And when I was a kid, when they gave us the polio vaccine, they you would, you would complain and say, this looks like it's going to hurt. Because it was wasn't polio the one with the big gun? Which was the one with the big gun? Yeah, that was the polio. Right, one. Was, and people would say, "I don't want that," and on. then they would show you a gimped up picture of a guy with polio laying. Or was somebody who had scars? Right, and go, "You need to get this," and then people would go, "I totally understand," <laughs> and you would get your shot, and you would go, "How?" <laughs> and then you're done. Yeah. Okay. So here's the problem. You you know, in the last couple of years, they've had terrible whooping cough outbreaks. Right. For one thing. Yeah, the worst ever they had. The right. worst ever. Mumps. We've seen that in the news recently. Mumps. And now something that hits a little bit closer to home, which is even far more disturbing, in my opinion, is tuberculosis. There's a school district here. <sighs> That started off with a couple of students that may have been exposed to a teacher that might have tuberculosis. Mm -hmm. And that was a couple of weeks ago when they started talking about that. Now it's ballooned into they've tested approximately a thousand people now. Right. And. Several hundred people have tested positive for it. And a lot of those have active coughing up your lungs tuberculosis. Which and they're is, children. And, and they've had it for God for only knows how long. 
because this fucking teacher had it. The school knew he had it. The school got a, a letter from the, uh, I can't remember if it was the CDC or somebody that said, this guy's got fucking tuberculosis. Maybe you ought to do something about it. And they said, nah, we're good. So he taught summer school coughing all the fucking time. Kids coming home to their mom going, this guy's coughing all the fucking time. Then the kids get sick. Then the kids are sicker and sicker and sicker. Meanwhile, they've been walking all over fucking town, going to football games in different cities, coughing on people, kissing people from different towns, whatever they're fucking doing. Everybody's fucking sick in that town now. And the school district's like, you know what? We're only going to we're going to test students. We're not going to yes. test parents. We're not going to test siblings. Caregivers. You right. know, kids go to daycare Correct. after None school. of those people need to get tested. Then the health department quietly rolls a bus up to the school and says, we're just going to do our testing right here. Well, the, it was a chest x-ray, a mobile chest x-ray unit. Yeah, we're just gonna... Because they had to actually screen the lungs of we're so gonna... many people. And now what really tips the scales for me the health department is no longer releasing yeah. any information. They used to release, there, there was a tally coming out every day, and now they're like, yeah, we, we feel it's best if we just don't tell. Mm -hmm. Disturbing. And aggravating, because 100% fucking avoidable. 100% avoidable. We need to go back to the old days. You don't get a choice about vaccines. Period. End of discussion. And because so many of you were stupid for so long and because, because we let so many filthy infected people come here from all over the goddamn world, everybody now has to get all the vaccines, all of them. Shit we don't even think exists anymore. You got to get a vaccine for it because people are fuckheads. Well, here's the thing about tuberculosis, though. There are many different kinds of it. And right. the vaccination that is typically given doesn't cover all of them. So fucking stupid. I don't stupid. know what type this particular one is. I, I don't know either. We got rid of this shit. Nobody in the United States had fucking tuberculosis for a long goddamn time. Because we were careful. People took care of their business. We didn't have to worry about this shit. Now it's like we're back in the goddamn Middle Ages. Enough. Well, I just, I don't like the silence. From the health department. Yeah, the total lockdown. That speaks volumes, yeah, in I, my opinion. Yeah, I've seen the movies. This is one step exactly. before... This is yeah. one step before they burn the whole fucking town down and go, I don't know, pipeline leak, something happened. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Right. And the fact that they're not testing family members... That make, just makes ridiculous. me mad. Just makes me mad. And they're saying shit like, it's not, it's not very contagious. Right. It, it apparently is very goddamn contagious because a whole fucking lot of people have this shit now. It's not contagious. If it's contagious enough for somebody at school to give it to you, it's contagious enough for you to give it to the sibling you share a fucking room with mm -hmm. or the parents that you stay in their fucking house. Come on. But seriously, I, I think if you, this is my honest opinion, and I don't give a shit who disagrees with me or what you think your opinion is because it's fucking wrong. If you say, I'm not giving my kids vaccine, the state says you don't get to have fucking kids anymore because you're making the world a worse place for everybody. Fuck you. At least with moms, the good thing is if your parents don't vaccinate you, it'll probably sterilize your ass, so the stupidity will end with you. Cut out. I, I don't care. I don't care. It needs to stop. It needs to stop. Jenny McCarthy, that fucking doctor that lied about the vaccine testing, they, he lied. Everything he said was a fucking lie. They need to be dragged down the street, beaten with horse whips, until they recant their stupidity. It doesn't cause autism. It doesn't. It saves lives. And here's my thing. If, if they told me, here's the deal. If we vaccinate your kid, there is an X percent chance that your kid will be autistic. Or there's an X percent chance your kid will get whooping cough and die. 
You got to roll the fucking dice, man. It saves lives. Stop being fucking stupid. Well, I would just like to know if this teacher, since he knew he was sick, if there's going to be any types of uh, charges against him. Well, it's Texas. Because he's made so many people sick. It's a public health crisis now. And honestly, what's going to happen is one of these little kids is going to die from tuberculosis and their parents are going to find out who the teacher was and they're going to be at his house. Or somebody's grandma or something that gets it or somebody else in the family that has a compromised immune system. Shit is unacceptable. It's unacceptable. If you're a teacher and you do this shit, they should immediately say, guess what? You're not a teacher anymore. You're a shit shoveler. Enjoy your job shoveling shit, fuckhead. Ugh. Ugh, ugh. Next story. Life outside of prison proved overwhelming for a Texas man who set a house on fire months after his release so he could go back behind bars. Randall Lee Church, 46, spent 26 years behind bars for stabbing a man to death, and when he was released in April, he found his freedom too much to take. He missed his old prison job. Everything had gone fast forward without me, he told the San Antonio Express News from Bexar County Jail. I didn't know how to use computers or cell phones or the internet. The weirdest thing was walking into a store like Walmart and have parents hide their children from me like I was supposed to jump at them. I don't know what that last part is. <laughs> I last, guess maybe he looked crazy that or... Last, that last part seems a little know, bit weird. really weird. But it is. He, he was warned by other prisoners who'd been in and out of jail while he was in jail for his 26-year stint. Mm-hmm. And they said, dude, it's different out there. Just, just so we're clear, everything is different from, than when you went in here. And when you think about it, I mean, shit, 26 years ago, if you had a cell phone, you were like rich motherfucker carrying around your phone in a briefcase. Well, because I would put you were you were fancy. You know, yeah, it's like the 80s. Right. You were super fancy. Big hair. That's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of the stuff is around. Well, in Texas. So, like, I mean, the hairstyles. Neon Texas, colors. You got Texas. The hairstyles in Texas haven't really changed since the 80s. And people still wearing the big well, hair. Well, that's kind of true, too. But yeah, the fact that the Internet was like not a thing. When he went in, mm-hmm. like he may have seen AOL before, maybe CompuServe, maybe a bulletin board, in the but, probably, 80s? but probably, oh yeah, but probably not because he was a criminal. You know what I'm saying? Probably didn't have a lot of exposure to that. Well, 26 years ago, so that would have been 1985. Yes. Two years before I, yeah. So, yeah, there was bulletin boards and stuff. Yeah, I know, but. There was CompuServe and stuff. Yeah, it was out there. It was, it was okay, all, how it was long did, up. okay. But I'm just saying, most people didn't jump on the bandwagon. No, right no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying to him. It might as well not even been there. You know, now he's like, what the fuck? When he went into prison, people rang shit up by hand at the at the people knew how to store. make change. They used cash. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of sad. I mean, he did his time. He did his thing. He got it. And he goes, I fucking cannot handle this. I got to go back to fucking jail. This is too much for me. Why don't they have some sort of assimilation class where they're actually like weaned into it or something? I think they do, but I don't think I don't think you can really grasp the whole the, all the changes of it. I just don't think you can. I mean, I think it's it's such massive culture shock. It's like coming from the past. All of a sudden, you're in the future. You're like, what? Well, what he really liked was the stability. Yeah, he knew exactly knowing where his meals were coming from, having a house. Yeah. He knew what his job was. He probably got paid for his job, even though it might have been a penny or whatever a day. Yeah, that stuff is awful. It's awful. I mean, I just, it's stuff, stories like this you're reading, you're like, our, our prison system is just fucked up. I mean, this guy didn't look like a giant prize for society, but he probably, but 26 years is a long time. 
Well, he killed somebody. Right. So maybe he should just be thankful he got out at all. Well, maybe they should just kill people then, because I think it's it's crueler to release people back into a world in which they can't they can't cope. They're gonna go right back to fucking prison. You know, that's just sad. Kind of sad. Yeah, there's stories over there. No. Call it a night. It's sweaty. They're all kind of sweaty. It? It's gonna be ninety six degrees <laughs> here. I'm so beyond over. It's freaking almost October. Yeah, I'm tired of it too. Are we gonna have a fall or a winter? I doubt it. I mean, how long could it be at this point? Because usually, like around it's bad New Year's, it's already seventy <laughs> degrees, right? It's it's bad. It's bad. I, I'm not liking this year at all. I'm not digging it. We're gonna have to move somewhere. You know, we have to move somewhere nicer. This Texas shit it ain't working. All right, they want to call us. Where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214 267 9899. I was really hoping that since it was hot all the time, you would wear less and less clothes, you know, but you're actually now adding new layers of clothes. So, not really working out for me. But, oh, you're talking to my, my double bra? <laughs> yeah, Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's like it's so hot outside. You're like, I know, I'm, I have to wear six bras now. Seriously? What the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to take you to the store so you can buy some actual good bras because it makes me sad that your bra situation is deteriorated to the point where now you have to have numerous undergarments to hold your boobies. And I don't, that's not good. I have resorted to wearing two. It's not, it's not right. All right, Kim, you ready to get out of here? I am. We're not there yet. Hi, this is thing one. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at podcastalley.com. <laughs>